Hello everyone, it's Friday, so it's time for another Intercontinental Kiki. Now, today, Matt's not with me because he moved. He got his brand new house, so he's doing all the wonderful things and frustrating things of packing and sorting and getting all his new place together. But he will be back soon. And he will give us the update on his house, the move, and all of that. So that's a kiki you're not going to want to miss. And I want to give a shout out before we introduce our guest to Jamie, who's an amazing friend supporter and has helped us with doing copywriting. So thank you so much, Jamie. We appreciate and love you. And also a big shout out to Dead by Discord Group Lonnie and Newton and the Bunch. Thank you guys for being friends and supporters and listening to our show we appreciate you so much today we have we got to sit down before matt moved and we got to interview jasmine price lords she's an amazingly beautiful south florida queen beautiful physically you know aesthetically and as a person she's incredible so we hope you guys enjoy this wonderful interview and we'll catch you guys next week all right and trish i'll let you i'm gonna let you take the lead on this one introducing our next guest sure go ahead give her so I'm super excited about our guest today. We have one of South Florida's amazing queens. She's known as the plus size Barbie, the bearded beauty, Jasmine Price Lords. Hello. Hello. Thank you for Hello. being here, Jasmine. Oh, my pleasure. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. Um, um, for those of for our listeners that don't know who you are, because um, my co-host Matt is in Canada, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, so my name is Jasmine Price Lord. I am mother of the House of Lords for the Florida chapter. Um, I'm the bearded beauty. I perform all over South Florida, um, Tampa, Orlando, wherever there's a paycheck, you can find me. <laughs> <laughs> Work. Workhorse queen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I see you lords. I see you lords working like three gigs a night. Listen, I don't know how we do it. It's like I get in my TARDIS and I, I travel back in time and figure it out. I don't know, but hey, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> we do have to mention the House of Lords is iconic and yes. very yes. well respected and known. And as you said, you are the, you were last year, right? You were just named the house mother for the Florida chapter. That is correct. So how far and wide is the house of lords how many chapters states nationality like international um so uh, so it's kind of hard to answer that because we have lords all over the country um but we don't have necessarily like official houses set up um we currently have a mother in vegas um who was also appointed around around the same time that i was so we will be launching officially with a vegas chapter um i'm working with some queens in oklahoma so hopefully we'll have an official oklahoma chapter uh, but we do have people in new york we have people in texas we have people in st louis um so we do have family who you know have moved on and traveled and keep the name 
but official chapters, you know, we're still growing and, you know, managing that now. And as part of my, my goal is to help continue to expand what has been done before me and to keep that legacy growing. Wow. Right. Wow. You guys are ev- literally <laughs> everywhere. Yes. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's impressive then... though. Like that's really impressive to get like so many, um, entertainers with your name attached to it just around the country. Um, and I think like people don't know is that we have people in all facets of the community. So we have people who do um, sex work who are like really big in the industry. Um, we have people who just maybe are club owners or necessarily entertainers. They do other things that are associated with our community. We have um, activists. I don't know if you know Tony Lima, who does a lot of stuff for the for the gay community down here and trans rights, and he was really big with um, uh, marriage equality in South Florida. He's also a lord. So we have people in you know in all facets of life. <laughs> oh, wow. You guys just have yeah. people everywhere. You're like a mafia. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it. The House of Lords started in Florida. Is that right? Yes. We are 26 years old this year, I believe. 26, 27. Yeah. And, and it was it, originated in South Florida. And then I know that the, we just, um, when you were named, uh, the legendary TP Lords was named overall house mother. Yes. So, she, so that means what would that mean? So that means of all the chapters that we're continuing to go, um, she'd be like the CEO, and I'm like the one right underneath her. So we still report to her. You know, she's still mother, but that doesn't change. But it just um, it gives her an opportunity to kind of step back from the Florida chapter and allows you know me to kind of take in and take off some of the responsibility. Um, TP is extremely booked, and you know has a lot of great projects. Um, that way, you know, as the house doesn't get you know left behind or neglected while she's doing the many amazing things she's doing, I can stay here and support them and kind of be the voice for her. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Oh, you're like tea, like mommies, like tea mommies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but no kai kai. <laughs> no kai kai. Okay. We had to make that very clear. No kai kai. <laughs> you're Not that doing kind of family. Lot. <laughs> Not that kind of fun. But you're doing a lot <laughs> yourself because you have quite a few shows around um, South Florida that you work weekly. Yes. Um, so I host my own night at Georgie's Alibi in Wilson Manors. It's called Saturday Night Rewind. Um, it's a show dedicated to music of the 70s, 80s, and 90s. You know, I love today's music. I love Beyonce and Ariana Grande, but you can only hear those songs so many times at a drag show. So we wanted to do something. I agree with you. Different. Yeah. I like to I like to hear some disco and some you know eighties and that. I I I like those songs. I that's the kind of like I'm thirty two now. So, um, I used to like that's what drag queens did when I went to see drag queens. (laughs) They did the seventies and eighties songs. I'm only sixteen, so it's fun to you know experience all the music I've never heard before. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Oh, I, I, it must be so exciting for you to really dive into um, such a, such decades that are so so much older than you. I'm jealous. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love it. I'm excited, and yeah, I, I work in Winwood um, at our house, which I'm sure everybody's heard of. It's, it's super crazy. We go viral all the time. Um, like I said, with everything's a check. I'm. I'm grateful and I'll be there. <laughs> Work. You all, you're also a pageant queen uh, to some degree because you do a pageants every so often. Yes, um, I have quite a few titles. Um, it's kind of how I 
started in drag was uh, as a competing in pageants. It's kind of how I, I learned uh, to get myself together. And, and I, I believe I'm polished and clean the way that I am. And it, it was through competition and having to, you know, make sure that I was right for the judges. And it kind of gave me a, a critical eye in everything that I'm doing. Um, but yeah, I start off in pageantry. That was, you know, and then in pageantry, we have what we call white girl pageants and black girl pageants. Um, and I actually started competing with the black girls um, because just the way that they judge and the, the, the caliber of drag there is so different. Um, okay. And it's kind of where my, uh, yeah, where my heart laid. Um, and they are extremely critical. Like everything is a point, the color of your shoe, the fit, like they're very, very critical. And, you know, I, I love completing amongst the black oh. girls and the many amazing entertainers that I got to work with and meet there. That sounds like it would really force you to step your game up. Oh, yes. Oh, for sure. With that <laughs> level of criticism, just like with them looking at every little inch of you. Holy shit. I don't but know if I could handle that, that level of criticism. <laughs> I mean, but the beautiful part of it with um, the judging is the, I think it's the most different part between the two types of pageants. At least for every single point that they deduct, the judges are required to tell you why. So at least when you get your score sheets at the end of the night, whatever it may be, you know exactly why you got the score you did, and they gave you the opportunity to improve those opportunities. Oh, that's good. So it's like it's it's actually constructive criticism, not just criticism. Right. And then when I've competed in quote unquote white pageants, it's just like five points off, but you don't know why, and they're not required to tell you why. It's just. Oh yeah, that's yeah. kind of shady, um, yeah. especially right. in like an, especially in like a competition <laughs> format when you want to get better and grow. Right. You kind of yeah. So now, you, if you if you wanted to go to a judge and say, "Hey, so you took off five points in gown, but you didn't say anything," now you have to hope that after the pageant that they remembered from the other contestants what you wore and why. Yeah, it's just mm. a lot. Oh, different. yeah. I feel yeah. like in pageants, there's a lot of drinking on the panel going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I can see why you like the, the black robots because that the fact that they actually tell you, well, right. this is why. Like that definitely I can see why you're so polished and so thank well you. put together. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, you are stunned, yeah. honey. Like, why thank gorge. you? <laughs> I was showing my husband, I was just like scrolling through my Instagram, showing my husband all your gorgeous pictures on uh Instagram yesterday. I was like, look. Like, look, look at the gorge we're interviewing tomorrow. And he's just like, yes. <laughs> I'm flattered. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, we're breaking, we're uh, breaking his husband into drag. Okay. And teaching. Yeah. yeah. So, because his, his husband's just kind of getting into drag race and learning a bit more. So, through the podcast, we're teaching him, like, there's a lot more than drag race and a lot more polished queens than you might see on drag race. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, it I took agree. him until like a few months ago to realize that Coco Peru was on Will and Grace. Really? He didn't. Yeah. He, didn't... <laughs> he did not put two and two together, and then we're, we were re watching it, and he's just like, oh my God, that's Coco Peru. I was like, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's awesome. He didn't, know well, who Ky- he didn't know who Kylie Minogue was for Drag Race Down Under. I was like, please stop. What? Yeah, it hurt me. <laughs> okay. It physically hurt me. Oh my gosh! Well, bless your heart. Yes, uh, you know what? It's uh, it was a long week that week, but we got through it. The relationship is stronger guys. now. I love that. It was on. I was actually aghast though. He's just like, who? Like they like they're like announcing the guest judges for Down Under, and they're like Kylie Minogue. He's like, 
who is she? And I was just like, you're kidding, right? He's just like, Take no, that. who is she? I was like, oh. are you even gay? <laughs> My boyfriend is from Minnesota. Um, I'm from Miami, obviously, but I grew up very uh, involved in the gay community and gay culture. Like, I don't even know since since forever. Yeah. I was like talking about like Tu Wong Fu and the birdcage and he has no idea what any of these movies are. I'm just like, who are you? Get out of my house. <laughs> it is, yeah. I will say it's fun to show them those things. Cause that's what I did for Byron. I I bought him the birdcage on Blu-ray and I, you know, and I bought him Tu Wong Fu cause he'd only ever seen Priscilla. And I think like, I think it was once. Right. Oh and yeah, God. no, I'm just like, you need to watch all these movies because they're hysterical. Yeah. And they came out in the 90s <laughs> for some yes, reason. Some, I, it just gave us date nights. So I enjoyed it. It gave us something to look forward to, you know, uh, another reason to cuddle up and watch a movie. So, yes. Yeah. There you go. It's a good excuse. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what uh, I've been trying to do with Byron. I made him watch like uh, Great Gardens and like just like pop culture, like classics for like queer references and stuff like that. Right. And yeah, that's what we've been doing. We like make movie nights out of it. We'll watch like two or three. Well, I'm glad to hear that you didn't have to, you know, get crazy and leave him after he didn't know these references and you made it work. Very proud of you. He he is a cis white male, honey. He yeah. (laughs) 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 That is the best way to describe it. He works in construction. He listens to rock music. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, like Alberta. I, I don't know it. what else to say. <laughs> okay, I see it. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's uh he's dabbling in drag. He's gonna be uh hosting drag bingo for his birthday on Saturday. He's very excited. Oh, that's awesome. Is it gonna be virtual or will it be like in person? We're gonna do it we're doing it virtually on Zoom. Um just because in Canada, unfortunately, um, especially where I live, COVID's rampant still, so we can't really have gatherings or anything like that so right. we're going to be doing it virtually on zoom and yeah we've got the whole setup ready so well tell him i said wish him best of luck oh i will thank you i'm sure he'll really appreciate that of course do you have any t- do you have any tips for hosting for him oh well i've never done bingo but um what i will say is i typically see people who are nervous to talk to crowds or whatever and I just like I always recommend when I tell the new girls is pretend everybody is a friend who you haven't seen in a long time they're not strangers it's just somebody you're reconnecting with for the first time and I think it it makes you more relaxed when you're thinking about a whole room of people who I don't know you get a little bit more intimidated but it's that person you haven't seen since middle school you know just reconnect and I think it makes you a little more relaxed Awesome. I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> get him to listen to that later today, and yeah, I think that'll really because yeah, he's a little like I don't know what to do, and yeah, it's like the first yeah, he's never like hosted anything like like he's had parties at his house before, but like this is like right. you know you got to be on twenty four seven talking to yourself, right? Yeah, and that's kind of odd. <laughs> it can be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I I did. Uh, dra- I hosted a Zoom drag bingo for my birthday on April twenty fourth, and yeah, it's it's weird talking to yourself. You feel really crazy the entire time. Yeah, that's been like the I think <laughs> the hardest thing when we were transitioning with the whole pandemic is as entertainers we feed off the energy and the people in the audience like i mean i can't speak for everybody but for me i'm very an emotional i'm a cancer so i connect with people like that so to be in a situation where i'm performing for a camera it, i don't get that 
that same energy, that connection that I so I, I love and I live for was taken away. So it was very hard to like transition into that um, because you just don't have, you don't feel that, the love and that you give it out, you get it back and you can't have that. So it's very, um, it, it's, it's a challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, did you, I've... sorry, I was going to say. Now... <laughs> Trish wins. <laughs> no, I was going to say that. Um, we, ha- I hadn't been to like an actual drag show, obviously because of the pandemic, and I got to go to the Lips reopening in April, and that was just so, like, there's no way to describe the vibe that was there, like the energy, the love, the like the unity that was there with the girls performing, and everybody there out to support. Like, there's no way to describe it. Right. Yeah, and I, I was there. I, just, I wish I would have seen you. <laughs> yeah, I realize you. Were, yeah, we've been to the same thing. That we've gone to Nicole's um, caption that. Right. Yeah, like I saw that. you in the back in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, caption that. Caption that is my jam. The few times Nicole let me, and she's like, "You're in the back." Okay. Okay. Well, I figured you, <laughs> but the whole pandemic, you were just standing to yourself I was like okay I'm gonna isolate in the corner <laughs> well she it was yeah Nicole's like okay I have your table for you I'm like okay thanks no one put the baby in the corner <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Nicole would like take me around the corner to another bar and see me there and then go back to host to caption that be like no it's fine you'll see the show <laughs> on your phone <laughs> yeah on your phone the way you usually watch it uh <laughs> I'm uh I like I found caption that online and that's how I know Trish so I'm one of those oh, crazy awesome. people that comments from the uh home audience oh, I love yeah that. He, he was one of the winners I think of the last show she did yes. you were the winner yeah yes, I was oh congrats yeah I honestly that show was like everything to me it was just like having like getting to like um, compete against drag queens who I already like. I love to like try and make drag queens laugh. So like trying to come up with captions to make other drag queens laugh is just like, I'm there. Right. So there. Like, so here for it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I've, I've seen all of them, loved it. I love, love, loved it. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, and it's just something, the caliber of drag we have here in South Florida and the guests that she's gotten together, like you were a contestant on it, it's just incredible incredible to have that there for everybody to see yeah it was a lot of fun I actually helped with them so we secretly were writing some of the jokes for like Nicole like helping prep some so I was one of the girls who she had um you know helping look at some of them before they actually did them to kind of give her some ideas and things so she had things to like play off of and jump off the ideas so yeah like ghost writing like ghost writing with that yeah (laughs) Also, oh, like how Mimi I'm first does jokes for other people, but never actually appears on anything anymore. Yeah, but I, I like to be booked still. So do you get booked? <laughs> yeah, you used to get paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think like I think some drag queens pay Mimi I'm first, but I I mean I can't say the paychecks are probably consistently there. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, there seems to be with like. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race, a lot of the queens that provide services are um, they're not very consistent either with the services they provide or the payment they give to the ones they do provide. There's a lot of shade among the Drag Race girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, 
Can we talk I, about I, Tamisha Amon trying to charge us like $30 a month to watch her bitch at people? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the Tamisha Iman sneakers. I lived for Tamisha Iman on, the, on the, the season. I've seen her compete in person. So when I saw her on the cast, I was through the moon excited. But I think she's um she's lost it. <laughs> yeah, I like that's I love her. Love her. She is amazing. I'm just not here for the like um $30 to listen to her rant. <laughs> Understood. Yeah, like you know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I I need more drag programming than just you being angry right now. Well, it should be interesting because then Nina Bonina Brown is about to go in on a Tamisha Mon. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I guess I just... guess she needs to find relevance somewhere, that Nina Bobina Brown. <laughs> <laughs> well, she posted something like um she's gonna post something on her YouTube about why she's not here for Tumisha or something. I'm like, okay. Well this should be interesting because Nina doesn't Nina doesn't hold back. At all. The original drama queen. <laughs> it's easy yes. to say shit from your basement. I would know. I live in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> It's so easy. It's so easy to talk shit from your basement. Uh, I guess. <laughs> yeah. well, I, uh, I want to ask this, because I know that we did lock down for a period of time and shows were closed. Were you able to do any digital shows or any digital content or for like you were on uh, hiatus for that for that lockdown time? Um, no, I mean, I was still... Uh, working so I do brunch at our house in Wynwood um, and it's you know we're usually super packed out uh, packed and sold out three weeks in advance so we were trying to figure out how to continue to you know um, for some of the girls all they do is drag um, I'm fortunate you know I do have a day job as well um, so for them you know instantly you know some of my closest friends had no money coming in so we were trying to figure out what we can do and how we can continue to keep to do brunch um, we obviously still had an online following from like our Instagram page um, so yeah we decided to do um, some shows there I had to figure out how to use computers and edit videos because that's not what I do um, <laughs> but yeah I mean I, I learned a lot this last year <laughs> But yeah, we, I definitely created some content. Um, nothing that I would be sharing and I'm proud of. There's nothing like through the moon, like edited. Just me in my living room on my phone, just <laughs> doing yeah. a number and lip syncing. But yeah, I, some girls have been super creative and all kinds of green screen and backdrops. And yeah, I have nowhere near that. <laughs> I, yeah, I find technology I, is hard. <laughs> I saw some of those. I think, um, I know Athena who is one of the mm -hmm. main girls with you at our house did a lot of digital shows and contents. Tiffany Fantasia did as well. Like, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a drag fan. I don't just like draggers. Like, I love drag in general. Same. So it's like, Same. I've been following the girls. I've been following our local girls. And some of the stuff they did is incredible. And how the community banded to help each other out. Right. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that. I love drag. I love all types of drag. I think all drag is valid. I'm just, I'm here for it. I watch Boulay Brothers. I watch Drag Race. I watch Camp yes. Kiki. Like yes. I watch it all. <laughs> yes, I need to watch Drag House. Still, I have it on my Amazon list, which I think was like it's a bunch of New Zealand queens. Yeah, it is. Um. Yeah. No, I'm up. Like I remember going to Pride when I was like too young to even get into the bars and like stumbling down the streets intoxicated and like finding the drag queens and hanging out with them yeah that, yeah that was like my favorite part of pride i was just like i just want to get drunk in the streets and hang out with drag queens 
and there's a lot of us getting drunk in the streets too so it works <laughs> exactly well, and like even like like when you're underage you usually just like find queens and kings just like going from bar to bar right so like when you can't go into the bars that's like when you find them and talk to them and it's like you know that's when people are having their cigarettes or whatever or smoking a joint and yeah you have right. kiki with them it's great <laughs> yeah sounds like the good old days i can't wait for them to be back <laughs> oh, right i yeah the last part i went to i volunteered at the beer tent and after that i wanted to leave and i hated it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, working pride is different <laughs> it's different oh yeah, my we God. Have... being around that well, much alcohol and not being able to drink was bullshit yeah. luckily uh florida prides are certainly coming back because they know um wilton manners is setting something up for this year yeah i did see that um i believe on the wilton manners page on facebook so i'm excited that um i believe actually i got a booking already for it i think it's in august Ooh. i think so yeah i was trying i've been dying to like actually since you were mentioning earlier the um georgie's alibi i have to make it out to see your to see the the, the rewind show i haven't gotten a chance to see it yet and i'm dying to because it looks oh, so yes. good it's a lot of yes. fun do that trish and then you can video chat me while you're there and i can watch it too come on yeah um i want to come down to florida but the borders are closed still really yeah we're canada's not letting anyone cross over they've they've canceled people's passports who went to mexico and came back at the wrong time really oh wow yeah we're not fucking around up here (laughs) yeah well you're the part of and the part of canada you're in though matt is uh pretty much as bad as the Florida was at one point. We we're getting like 1,500 cases or 15,000 cases a day. Like you're pretty bad up there. Yeah, we're like 1,400 cases a day. We were up to 2,000 plus. Our wow. government's slowly resigning <laughs> for my oh. province. Yeah, it's bad. Oh my gosh. That's I don't know what was going on up there. Uh, yeah, it's, it's being handled very poorly. Like, all, really? like, yeah, you could say almost as, like, almost as poorly as... As a certain orange Halloween decoration handled it here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much Yay, it. Him. Yeah, the, yeah, and here we are. You know, yeah. Just today, I know that the CDC announced that we no longer have to wear masks even um, vaccinated. You're vaccinated, yeah. Are you fully vaccinated? I am. Ooh, I congratulations. Every, thank you. Every possible symptom on the list I got. It was terrible. Oh shit! Oh no! <laughs> that is fucking Every... awful. <laughs> I'm Within so six sorry. Hours, I was dying. Like, Aww. I, I, I survived. <laughs> well, which va- which one did you get? You have now. Um, I got the Johnson Johnson one. Same. So yeah, I after like six hours, I was like, I was like, oh, I don't feel so hot. I came home and like. Within an hour or two after that, every I started like sweating and like yeah, I just thought, I just went through the list. I was like, oh my god, this is terrible. Oh I, my god, I was the exact op. I got my so I'm only one shot in because Canada's trying to get everyone their first shot first. So mm-hmm. I'm I got the Pfizer, um, and then like my arm was tender like after a tetanus shot, mm-hmm. like that was it. And then like we had to do a dump run that day because we're moving, and. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like helping my mother-in-law move out of her house and she has like lived here for 52 years. There's a lot of stuff in here. So when we're doing the dump run, I'm just like, I feel like a superhero. Like, it was amazing. I was like, if this gives me superpowers, I'm here for it. 
so here for it. I'm jealous. Right? <laughs> right? I'm hoping the second shot, like, keeps the superpowers there because um. that was a glorious 48 hours after. I felt invincible. <laughs> I felt like crap when I got the Johnson & Johnson. Like, I didn't get all the symptoms, like, you do Jasmine, but I got, like, the numbing of, like, two fingers. I'm like, oh, crap. And then, Uh-oh. like, literally the, the next day, they're like, Johnson & Johnson is being suspended for blood clots. I'm like, mm. And women. <laughs> and women. I'm like, great. It's not just well, delightful. You're like, well, it's already in there now. Well, I'm glad it didn't affect you that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, all limbs are here. Still, heart's still beating somewhat. I'm good. I'm alive. I'm good. Well, like, I'm glad that everyone's starting to get the shot. It's really good. I'm, I really would like to see a normalcy come back to the entertainment world because I miss it. I miss it horribly. I've, I've really only gotten to see two drag shows in the last year. Um, one was the drive-in drag for Canada's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was um, Alberta opened up briefly in October. And for some reason, they let Halloween events happen. So I got to see Jimbo and Tainomi. And they probably closed out immediately after that again. Oh yeah, absolutely. And let me tell you, that bar was not following any, like no one was following any of the guidelines. It was like everyone got three drinks in and then all of the guidelines went out the window. COVID, we don't know her. Yeah, COVID, who, who is she? It was very Mariah <laughs> Carey, I don't know her. Like, right. Like the, oh yeah, like the queens were hugging everyone. Uh, people weren't wearing face masks while they were talking to other tables. It was just, it was a mess. Yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't they have to, they suspended driving, um, the Canadian driving drag because it was essentially a super spreader. Because well, Brooklyn got, caught COVID. And got it. And Brooklyn so caught Brianca. COVID. So did Priyanka. Yeah, they caught it after, uh, what was it? Uh, Shit, it wasn't Toronto, or no, it wasn't Calgary. It was uh, a few days after that. It was one of the shows after that. Two of them caught COVID. And then they almost had to bail out of Ottawa. Because of it, so. (laughs) But yeah, like there's no touring, like touring shows are not happening up here at all. yeah, Canada is dead for all intents and purposes in terms of entertainment. Oh, wow, that's unfortunate. I'm, I'm very blessed that we're open as we are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I'm... I'm so happy. I can't wait to start like, going back every week to shows. Ugh. Um, I, I'm not. I, I, I love it. Like the energy in the room and the ex, and the energy like you said. Like you're, you guys feed off of us. We feed off of you. Like there's nothing like it. Right. It's, it's healing for I think everybody involved. Like there's nothing better than having a, a crap day at work and being pissed. I'm sorry, frustrated and pissed off, and then performing a song that's just full of anger and you just like give it to the audience and they're getting their life and like it's therapy it's therapy for me you know yeah <laughs> and then like when you can't do that it's just like Ugh. I'm, I'm very grateful <laughs> well i'm very glad that you um have been able to um support yourself um, with your day job but also still stay creative throughout the pandemic that's really good to hear because yeah. I know that can be um, like that just like I know there's a lot of people have had to like essentially had to refigure out what their entertainment was mm-hmm. 
Um, I do want to ask you, um, because I like to ask everyone who does drag, like drag in any form this, um, what is your least favorite part about doing it? Oh, putting on all the padding. <laughs> oh. oh my God. The padding <laughs> is the absolute, where I could wear heels all day. That don't bother me. Everything, the hair doesn't bother me. The makeup with those pads, I just, oh, I cannot. I hate, hate, hate putting on padding but I love the way it looks like I love that hourglass that figure so I mean clearly you have yeah. to do it to get the results oh but it's uh, yeah I just I hate the padding <laughs> I, I'm yeah. not a fan I have not tried padding yet uh, my current least favorite oh. thing is eyelashes oh, really <laughs> well, okay I'm stacking I'm stacking stacked. four pairs like a hooker Thank you. I was yeah. like, you stack three to four three oh ones all together like it's a yeah, big I do base. about two yeah, I do about two. Sometimes I'll do three, but usually I do two. So. Yeah, I did four last time. I think I'm going to try five next time. You trying to go for the, the Rocky Andrews lashes? Yeah, I want like the like Trixie, like just ungodly, don't even look like a human being anymore. Facial. <laughs> yeah, like very that. <laughs> I'm into like yes. that Peaches Christ kind of just like, you know what I right. mean? Not, absurd, you know, not a real yes. woman. Right, like uh, Trixie says that um, drag queens are an exaggeration of a woman, so she's an exaggeration of a drag queen. Yes, I lo- yeah, I love that, and just like I, yeah. Yeah, I love to be like garish and like look in the mirror and be like, who is this fucking person? Right, I mean, like, so when you put on padding, you have to wear like three, four, five pairs of pantyhose to make sure that you don't have like any kind of lines, you don't like just not visible through the tights. Ooh. And then like I like to dance and kick and do things, but like with all those tights, my legs can only move so much. And then it's hot, and we live in, and we're in Florida. I might get a yeast infection. Like, oh no, I don't like it. It's not like oh not for me. God, you're like dancing around in compression <laughs> garments with couch cushions on you. Yeah. Right. Oh. And she can dance. Oh, I love to dance, but yeah. When I don't oh, I love have to wear a dancing pads, queen. Oh, when I don't have to wear pads. Oh, I can, that's my favorite. When I have a costume that's made specifically where it illusions the body, right? And I don't have to do padding. It's my favorite. Oh, but I go off. But when I throw pads, I'm like. Ugh. We're wearing a gown and I'm standing here. <laughs> well, I want to ask this because you're obviously known as um, the beauty beauty. How did you decide, or was it just a natural progression of your drag expression to start being a bearded, what would be considered a bearded queen? Um, it was an accident. Um, so I had went on a vacation from both of my jobs. Um, and I took a month off and I was traveling and I was in Colombia and I had a time off. Ooh. And for the first time in my adult life, I was able to not shave because I wasn't doing drag. Um, and I was just busy, so like, I didn't, it didn't phase me. So when I came back and I was, you know, starting back up, I was like, well, I've never had a beard before. Let me do a bearded number just for fun, you know, while I have it, because when am I going to be able to do this again? Yeah. Um, so I took a week and I started performing and all my gigs that week, I was going to do bearded drag and then shave. But like people were calling me, hey, I see you're doing bearded drag now. Can you come do this event? Hey, I saw you did this song on your beard. Can you come do this? And like it kind of Ooh. took Ooh. off. Happy and, That's you know, awesome. That's yeah, awesome. And it just kind of took off. I mean, I, and I won't say that I'm exclusively a bearded queen. Like if something came up and I felt for the look or whatever I wanted to do, I would shave. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, if I felt it was appropriate for me, something that I considered important, then I would shave. I wouldn't do it because somebody else is telling me to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just, it just kind of happened by accident. <laughs> yeah, because you, I think like last year you shaved for something and it was, and you were saying how weird it felt kind of. 
moment. Yeah, in January, we had a ball, um, and that was the first ball that I attended as the mother of the House of Lords. Um, so I had a, a beautiful gown made and a huge, beautiful wig, and I was like, if I'm going to spend all this money and this, and I'm being announced as mother, like, I want to do this right. So that, for me, I wanted to shave and, like, go woman yeah for that event yeah for full womana and you look right you we look don't beautiful do it either way you look beautiful either Thank way you. Yeah, no the beard is so perfectly manicured it's i on like it looks like you put it on with makeup or like glue it on it's so perfect like how do you get it that perfect all the time and then put cosmetics um, on it so literally i go to the barber shop every friday at three o'clock i'm standing appointment every single week okay um yeah, I, I, yeah, and that's really just it, it. My barber is amazing. He follows my drag, and he's like, I feel like your beard. Like I'm with you on stage because of my hair. So mm-hmm. he's very uh-huh. meticulous with it as well. Like, so I, I'm, I'm very. Oh, that's blessed. good. And yeah. I just, so. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's, I love how you have a barber yeah. who like fully gets the experience and is into it. Oh, he's, his wife is a. She calls. She says this. So she said that she's a, a big fag hag. So when I met her, she was like, oh my God. She's like, I've heard so much about you. And they came to one of my shows to surprise me. And it was like hilarious. And he's like, all right, bro. (laughs) That is so awesome. (laughs) I I love that. Like, that is actually so amazing. (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, like, just showed up. He's like six three, big, tall, Hispanic man. His beard is one of those like hits his belly type dudes. Oh my god. Yeah, like you would never expect it, but he is like the most coolest. <laughs> He's like at the oh, drag man. show with his wife, who's just like <laughs> trying to get every gay man's number for her personal phone book. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's, awesome, That's amazing. Like, it takes a lot of work to look good, especially as like a queen. Mm-hmm. So- That's why I'm curious. Like, is is there like is there something special you have to do to not um get like all the like makeup and stuff in your beard when you're doing your makeup um no i just do my makeup as usual and then i just at the end i have um like a beard balm that i use normally okay um and i just kind of run my fingers through my beard at the end and whatever's there comes out normally oh that's sweet yeah i imagined it being like this painstaking process where you're like constantly trying not to like get makeup in your beard i've seen other bearded queens um who put like tape around their beard or like paper or something. Yeah, I don't do all that. I just do oh. my makeup and at the end I just rub some beard oil through it and call it a day. <laughs> you're just you're just naturally gifted at cosmetics. Humble well, I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that, but I'll take the compliment. <laughs> um you've been doing drag for a while. So roughly how long does it take you to get into full like makeup and everything done? Oh what well, that that honestly depends. Um, I, I mean, I would prefer two to three hours, you know, I'll do an eyelash, I'll have a shot of tequila, I'll do the other eye, yes. have a sandwich. Do your whole um, fantasy, take your time. Right, right. I hate rushing. Um, but if I have to, I can be in full drag in like an hour and a half, like head to toe, costume, everything. Holy oh, wow. Yeah, that's impressive. That's fast. It takes me an hour yeah, and a half to put on a face and smoke weed. <laughs> yeah, no, I could like, what takes me the longest is my eyes. So once my eyebrows and my eyes are done, which takes me probably like 20 to 30 minutes, the rest of my face I can have done in 10. Oh, damn. So, 
yeah, it's my eyes that take me forever because of the line. You know, they say the eyes are the gateway to the soul. So I had to make sure that they're right. My eyebrows are even-ish. Um, what yeah. is it? Uh, <laughs> what is it that um, Bimini Bompoulash said? The eyes are the nipples of the face. Yes. <laughs> she is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that bitch. I was not expecting to love her so much, but I'm going to be getting a tattoo of her soon. Oh, sick thing. Yeah. yeah, he has a tattoo of Willem. And Katya. And Katya. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. They're like, yeah, they're, sli- they're slightly inappropriate too. Like, Katya says, your dad just calls me Katya. Or, yeah. And then, Will- what, what the fuck does Willem say? Oh, yeah, your tone seems very pointed right now. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I just, like, I love some of those, like, classic untucked lines. This ain't RuPaul's best friends race. Race, yeah. Like, oh my God, when Willem was like, is the carpet comfortable? Willem was hilarious. Just like, oh shit, I can't. I can't with that shit. Like, Untucked is like my, honestly, my favorite part of Drag Race, I think. Really? You know? I like the challenges. I see I like the challenges, but like, I don't know. There's something about getting them liquored up and letting them fight. I don't know. Well, they only get anymore. one drink now. Yeah, they'll get one drink now. That's since bullshit. The, since the Jujubee Raven um, lip sync fiasco where Jujubee basically broke down crying in the middle of the lip sync, they won cocktail. <laughs> okay, well, on season four, they were stealing the giant bottles of Absolute out of the untucked room, out of the um, lounges. Oh, wow. Oh, from yeah. Willem, I don't blame them. From what Willem has been saying, they openly smoke weed, so I'm not surprised that they stole or they were given extra, but officially, they're only given one cocktail. They were also given right. shots up until season four. Oh. Yeah, they used to give Good them like time. a tray of shots, which was fantastic for the viewers. I'm sure. I mean, yeah. <laughs> All that also, you put those bitches in heels liquor. for eight hours, you give them shots. Eight hours. Try sixteen. Well, no, the crew's union now. They can't. They can't work the crew that long. Oh, really? Yeah, the crew's actually union now. That's, but the cast isn't. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So they, they I think they can only do like eight to ten hour days now. I want to ask, um, Jasmine, are you watching Drag Race Down Under? Of course. Okay. What are your I, what What are your impressions? Um, so I think the girls are really bringing it with the fashions. I think for the first season, they are all turning it. Um, spoiler alert for anybody listening: I know that we all were thinking Art Simone was winning this season. Yeah, that was yeah, she I was talk my girl. You. She was my girl. I was like. What happened? Like I, the, I just couldn't. The whole episode, I was like having a, a mini heart attack because I fell in love with Coco. Um, I think she's absolutely stunning, and I like. Yes. I kind of see myself in her, a plus size brown girl who owns her body. Like for me, I'm like, oh my god, like I, I love her. She's stunning. So for the two of them to be in the bottom, I'm like, there's no way that this is gonna end, and I'm gonna be happy. Like there's no way, unless they're both mm-hmm. staying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, did um. Her, what do you think about again spoiler for Art's little tantrum after? Oh my god, iconic, 
iconic. <laughs> I love, you know, she came out with a shirt with it and I wanted to buy it so bad. Oh, but yeah. it doesn't ship to the US. <laughs> no. Only Australia. Yeah, I went on the website and everything. Oh. I put in my little shopping cart. I bought other stuff from her merch store and then only ships to Australia. And I'm like, shit. Damn I might it, be able to help. I might it. be able to help you out with that, Jasmine. I have a friend in Perth. Then we need to talk. Perth first. Yeah, I no. I have a friend in Perth. I might be able to help you with that. She's an old childhood friend. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we'll talk about that after. <laughs> we'll be talking. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I felt so bad because she literally broke down on the stage, and then you see her like, it doesn't mean anything. I'm like, okay. Literally means nothing. <laughs> yeah, that that but breakdown like, was um. That was totally interesting. <laughs> but like when they eliminated her, everybody on the cast gagged. Yeah, because I think oh, God, everybody yeah. knew she was the one. Like I mean, in my opinion, from like as following drag as long as I have, Karen from Finance, um, Art Simone, and, and not Anita Wiglet, Ketamine. Yeah, Ketamine. like the ones oh. to be for me. They've been legacy queens who I've known about for years. So like watching yeah. this show, I'm like, okay, it's gonna be one of the three of them. Like it has to be. Yeah. So to see yeah. Art go so early. Yeah. Oh. And and I then do she think her runner up is gonna be et cetera, et cetera, though. You think I so? Don't think so? I don't think I she's don't gonna think so. win, but I she's she's gonna be she's gonna be somewhere at the top for sure. Yeah. Okay. I know um when Art did um the an exit interview that Michelle does with them like she started crying like because she felt so much pressure because she is a legacy point mm -hmm. everybody right. knows who she is Every, like same thing if Karen from finance goes tomorrow it's like right yeah and like even like Maxine like like there's so many of them on this season that are just like oh Maxi Shield yeah Maxi like you know what I yeah. mean it's just there's too many of them that are legacy it's gonna hurt so many weeks what, what I'm pissed off is Vanity did not get on the season. Vanity Fair, the one that has wig uh -huh. by Vanity. I'm she does the hair. She, yeah. yeah, she tried out. She said it on her podcast. I tried out and they told me no. Well, I mean, maybe season two. Well, she's saying I, I that she... Well, I mean, she's, she's affiliated with Courtney off. Act and they already shaded Courtney Act on the first episode saying they're looking for Australia's first drag race superstar. Right. Those were hilarious. All those memes. I'm living for those memes. Even Courtney's yeah. living for those memes. No, those, those are iconic. I think those are those are the best part of Drag Race, the memes. Oh my God, yes. Oh, the memes are everything. I live like, oh my God, just like, and the weird shit that people come up with because they like, they take a screen grab and turn it into something completely different. Or as Kennedy would say, the memes. Oh, the memes. <laughs> the memes. <laughs> I fucking love her. Crystallized Phoenix hooker. <laughs> After well, hooking. <laughs> that just like that explanation always just cracks me up. Like <laughs> After a long okay. night I of hooking, she was murdered and set on fire, and then she crystallized and came back. <laughs> Uh, with her accent, her, her deep Southern Texas accent, that was it. Iconic, instantly. Oh my God, it's easily one of the highlights of the entire series. <laughs> Agreed. It's like people are making fun of like the Lala, the Lala rebag outfit, and now people are like requesting that she like go on tour with that that outfit. Uh -oh. oh my God. 
I was hoping for the finality. Uh, she was going to like redo the bag outfit, but like better. Like that. What better thing would that have been to see her like have a, an amazing bag outfit for the finale look? But, that would have been so yeah. good, actually, because she would have had the right. time to glue it all together, or to pay somebody <laughs> else to make it. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I hope. The... Oh. Sorry. Fine. No. No. Go ahead. I was gonna say, like, since the finale, like, what are your thoughts on the season thirteen finale, and the winner, and how it all played out? Those girls must have spent so much money on all of those outfits. Oh my god! Right? But I thought they all looked amazing. Um, I can't think of one look that I hated on that entire runway that night. Um, yeah, I mean, and I mean, I think we all knew that. Sorry, that the. Oh, sorry. I think we all knew who was going to win. I don't think it was a secret. I think we all knew it from the very beginning that Simone was going to slay the crown. I just was hoping for the battle at the end to be Simone versus Mick. Thank you. Um, yes. Uh, I, I, that's the battle I wanted to see for the crown personally. Mm-hmm. However, I, I, I think they were honestly judged fairly for the top four lip syncs. And I do think that Candy did win her round. So we have to, I, I give credit where credit's due. I'm a huge Candy fan. I know her personally. I've met her several times and worked with her. But I, I think she won the lip sync. Um, I so I know, there's no question about that. And Oh, yeah. yeah. As, as much Rose as would I have had to Rose. do backflips to beat her. Yeah. As much as I love Rose, Rose is a singer, not that much of a lip syncer performer. Right. So Candy killed it. Candy's yeah. reveal was just really good too. Like it yeah. wasn't it wasn't expected. It was a like it she delayed it. Like she let Rose do it first. And like, you know what I mean? Like she really picked the perfect moments for that lip sync, I think. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. So yeah. Congratulations, Simone. Keeping the melanin going in the drag race universe. I think I honestly I Ru, RuPaul essentially said Simone was winning from episode one, so Simone said it from episode one. <laughs> like, not yeah. even like RuPaul was just like, I just need to stop and say something. You are a star kid. As soon as she said that to Simone, I was like, okay, well, we can do the rest of the show for prizes, but like, just give her the fucking crown and scepter now. What's the point? Well, stop stressing Simone, the other girls out. <laughs> Simone did incredible and powerful looks. Even when yes. she failed, she did good for me. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, even when she fell down, I was like, oh, I still love her. Yeah, no, for sure. She has and, that like personality that you just have to love. And then all of her looks, I think definitely helped. So it was like, that wasn't that bad of a mess up because look how great she looked. Oh, she's always just stunning. And somehow relatable, but so gorgeous. I don't even understand how that works. Right. And it's it like she like wears no makeup. I'm like, it looks like she's just wearing baby oil and like, right? like how and is she highlighter. actually beautiful? Just I like feel like she just buys highlighter <laughs> and just puts it on her body and then goes out on the runway with like some lip gloss and she's like, I'm good. The lash, that's it. Lip yeah. gloss, the lash, that's it. <laughs> not even a lash, she just, it's like three lash inserts on each eye, that's it. It's like not even a full lash. <laughs> oh, so soft. <laughs> Doing the most with the least. <laughs> right. <laughs> and here I am taking an hour and a half to get a drag. <laughs> it, you know what, I, I between drinking and smoking and eating, it probably takes me like two to three, so. 
Yeah, but that's but you're the, doing but you're it not, right. Well, it's not, so you're saying an hour and a half. Like, you're talking about full head to toe, complete look. That's still incredibly fast. Like I, I have like ADHD while I'm doing my makeup. I'll like do like one part of my face and I'm like, okay, I need to get stoned now. <laughs> now I'm like blasting my show tunes and like trying to sing along and I'm having a great old time when I get in drag. I like to video chat people while I'm doing it. Oh, I don't know yeah, why. See, I like to get, so I also get, I'm like one of the weird people. So I, um, I prefer to get in makeup at home. I don't like getting to the venue and doing my face there like a lot of girls do. Because okay. I like to get painted naked and be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I can't be video chatting people while I'm in the nude playing on piano. That'd be too much. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair <laughs> Send enough. the wrong message. <laughs> yeah, that, that might yeah, that might get a little weird. <laughs> people might be questioning what type of video call it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't I don't <laughs> perform at like venues or anything. I just like do it in my house. So obviously I just get ready in my house. But um I think I feel you on that. I don't know. I don't think I'd have to get ready in a venue to know that I prefer to get ready in my house. You know, I have my little makeup station. Everything's laid out. I know where everything yeah. is. I don't know if I forgot to bring it or not. No. So I'll just set yeah. up here. Yeah. Then yeah, you'd like- be like, oh shit, I got to go grab it from the other room instead of like, I got to leave the venue. Right. Or yeah. It's like, you're not forgetting anything. You're not, you know, everything's there. You don't have to worry. Somebody took it or borrowed right. it. Or it fell on this gross bar floor and I gotta pick it up and put it on my face. You know. Oh, oh my god, the right. dropped lash. The dropped lash. <laughs> oh your brushes. No, I'm good. I'm okay. I'll get oh. ready at home. <laughs> no, you burn those items after they hit the bar floor. That's it. They're dead. They just become part of the bar floor. <laughs> just like kick it under the table. Just okay, you're gone. <laughs> Donate it to a baby drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can, uh, okay, I a baby drag queen you don't like. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see like you're just like all full beautiful makeup. There you go with their, with like your bags and clothes. You're just okay, just put it down, get dressed, and that's it. You're done. Right. That's that like a dream, be- really. Well, yeah, it gives I, you time I to like relax, I think, and like you know get to if, if there's a new girl or guest that you're working with um, that week because I know in the shows you do you rotate people. So you get mm-hmm. to keep, get to chat with them, get to know them, and if it's somebody from out yeah. of town, so yeah, no, for out. sure. I mean, yeah, and it, you know, the more time for me to drink when I get there, I'm not in a rush to get painted. <laughs> I have there a hot color too. The nice <laughs> thing about getting ready at home is um, the drinks are cheaper. That part. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts. It's like, oh, if I want to have a double, it's the same price as a single, free. Yeah, I, I, I'm Latin, so it's like a, a five shot with like a little bit of coke, like a splash. Ooh, yes. So yeah, yeah. I kind of drink her for once. Usually, everyone's like accusing me of having mild alcoholism on this podcast, but for once, for oh, once, yeah, no, I'm not like her... the heavy drinker. It's great. Oh, yeah. Whenever it's... you, whenever you're in town, we can go drink. I promise. I'll carry oh. you home. And <laughs> I, I no, you drink tequila, honey. We can we can get down with the tequila. We can get down with the mezcal. Oh, he yeah. drinks bottle. He drinks the uh, the Costco liter bottle of tequila. Yeah. Oh, oh this will be fun. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I have like at this point, I have like I have to spend like a month in Florida, me and my husband, because I have a friend in Tampa. I have to come see Trish, and like it's just yeah. I but was gonna say so much you, more you fun. You better come down see me. Oh, absolutely. 
my friend in Tampa is like, we can spit on Wilton Manors from here. So I'm like, cool. Not implying that she would spit on Wilton Manors. She's a friend of the community, but distance wise. <laughs> yeah, it's close. I mean, it's not too bad. Gay men and spit. I mean, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's a term of endearment. <laughs> Wilton Manors is the one place. They're like, no, you can spit on us. It's fine. We're into it's it. Fine. <laughs> i can't wait to come down there though because like there's so many there's so many south florida queens i want to meet now and there's so many like you guys have just like some crazy amount of drag going on down there it's insane we do and it's so crazy that we have almost no representation on drag race ever it's the mind-boggling to me yeah and if we had only one technically we had four but there's only one that we will claim, and that's Latrice. <laughs> so it's well, like yes. Latrice, was... Trinity, Roxy. No, no, no. What? Uh, Rebecca the so there are... season one. Yep. So Rocky, Roxy, Trinity, Ginger are all from Central Florida. So that's like three, four, five hours away from where we are. Oh, um, okay. From Wilton Manors, we have Rebecca Glasscock from season one. Uh, we have Lashawn Beyond and. L- LaShawn Beyond and Latrice were both from Fort Lauderdale and then Serena Chacha. Oh, I'm so sorry. Wait, Serena's yeah. from, from Florida? Yeah, she is. Yeah, she used yeah. She she used to work in some of the clubs I used to work at. She lives down here still. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Has has she stepped her pussy up? <laughs> no. Oh. I mean her her. I was really hoping to hear food. better news about that. <laughs> So I literally shared a video on my Facebook today about um, an interaction between her and Akira where Akira bought something from her that she failed to deliver on the way she was supposed to. Um, I saw that. Yeah. I mean, I I try not to be involved with drama. Like if, I think if one thing you, if you ask anybody about me, I'm not one into drama. I don't have enemies. I'm just not that person. Um, But in this specific situation, I see so many girls who, like I spend a lot of my money in my drag. I invest a lot, and I know what it is for people who don't have much, or they're learning, or they're trying to get into drag. And to spend two, three hundred dollars on a wig is not easy. So That's a lot of money. Continue to consistently be going to her and consistently be complaining, and like for years it's been happening. So I felt like I wanted to share it just so Ooh. that people don't make the same mistake. Um, not trying to be dramatic, but like you know. If that was one of my gay kids, I would throw a fit. Like, I, I would yeah. be going livid. No. So, you know, if, like, we just, it, if we can protect somebody else from making the same mistake. Yeah. Well, yeah and, and like, I, yeah. Especially since she has that platform. Like yeah, especially since right. a lot of it comes from her platform of drag race. Like, she's <laughs> scamming people, essentially. Right. And then, yeah, you know, like, yeah. the the Facebook groups, like, drag shop and all that stuff where, you know, I, she used to post there and sell stuff all the time, and the girls would complain all the time about what they paid for and what they got. Um, the wigs were being stuffed with, like, plastic bags, so it would have more volume instead of what? being teased appropriate. Girl, all kinds, all kinds of stories. Whoa. But like, oh but, like, so it'll get really bad, and then she'd be kicked out of these groups, and then she would disappear for a little bit, and then she comes back, and then, like, people who are now buying drag again or like they give her another day people who see her post and then try to buy wigs and then they have their horror stories and then she comes back again later so wow yeah, yeah. that is crazy and like you, <laughs> i kind of hope that like the like you know like the edit on drag race was like more just like them being young 
Right. But it sounds like there hasn't been much growing up that has taken place. No. Yeah, no. And it's unfortunate. Chacho like, is, go- is gorgeous. They're gorgeous queen. Like, it's unfortunate. When I see him out and about, he's always very nice to everybody. He's super sweet, but um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. That's unfortunate. <laughs> That's, you, you yeah. know, like, especially to use, like, the drag race platform to, like, essentially swindle people or take advantage of them. And, like, also, really, your stuff in plastic bags in instead of giving them the bundles. Just give them the bundles. <laughs> Are you not charging them for the me. bundles? Girl, I don't know what was going on. Oh. That's just, wow. God, yeah. I, when I was 14, like fucking like 18 and in hair school, I decided to do an Amy Winehouse wig and I did a, I put a balloon in it, but that's just because like I didn't have money for more hair. Right, and you're in school, you're doing it for you, you're not selling it to somebody for $300. Yeah, and it was literally for like a shitty picture, like I was just bored and I wanted to do it. So it's like, I, like, I would never like ask anyone to wear that wig, it was fucking horrible. <laughs> well, yeah, so those are the, the four girls who we've had and that's been since what, season five, Serena was on. Yeah. So we haven't had anybody so. from South Florida since season five. Well, at least you have Glass Talk yeah. because I, I fucking love her. I loved her since the moment she popped up. I still love her. One of my faves. Is she still in South Florida? She is, but she no longer does drag. That's sad. Yeah. yeah, she does not perform anymore. But like, even when she was on the season 10, the reunion, and they had all the girls from season one come on, yeah. She hadn't been doing drag for a very long time. She just got in drag for the for that event. Oh, that's cute though. I'm glad that she did it for the event. Yeah, Must have been weird and the like, legacies fun for her. <laughs> <laughs> or right, I imagine. But yeah, she did. I, and I believe Myron or Serena Chacha made her hair for that one, and my friend Eric Nora made her outfit. <laughs> oh, cool! Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, we need, we have fierce queens. We need more representation from South Florida. Like you, Athena, um, is it, I can't remember her name. Is it Asheria Price? Yeah. Yes, Asheria Price. <laughs> I love that name, right, Asheria. Yeah. That is a gorgeous name. Oh, she oh, is she's a, a gorgeous queen. Performer. Oh, that, yeah. Like, like, that, that sounds like a fabric nicer than silk. Ooh, like this sweater is Asheria. Yeah. Right, though? And a, and a cashmere. Yeah, like, it sounds yeah. like the most luxurious fabric. Oh, yeah, I would, price. I would, <laughs> Tiffany, Tiffany Fantasia would kill on Drag Race. Just her, her personality alone. Yeah. yeah, we need to start, yeah, like, a have... petition or something. We need to get more of you gals on there because, like, y'all are fierce. Yeah, I think we have a very diverse... Um, energy down here like we have some of every type of queen and we all work in the same spaces so all that does is allow us to see off of and learn from each other and continue to grow our styles so we have like like even for me as a breeder queen i was kind of like you know afraid of how that would be embraced mm-hmm. and i still work at the exact same venues that i always worked when i was a pageant girl and doing all these other different types of numbers and yeah i think we are very diverse queens down here and i i think the world hasn't got a chance to see us yet so we you know we need to get on that <laughs> well we um we absolutely have a place here for you and anyone else in your house why thank you <laughs> um so yeah like absolutely um we'd love to get more of the word out about the house of lords um i know i'm getting more people in canada to know about you guys and everyone up here that i show you got like show the house of lords is like very excited you guys are 
just like fair, like everyone, I just like show people a couple videos and everyone's like, oh yes, I'm gonna follow that. Like it's just like instant. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. 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 Especially like if the videos are, are like I've shown a TP to um, my friends are like, whoa. Yeah. Like she's any House amazing. of Lords performer. Any House of Lords performer, but like that's why she's total package. Right. <laughs> That's a total that's package. Right. Love it. That's why that's your name, TP Lord's total package. Did not know that. I was today years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, yep. I'm, I'm like a I'm a drag. I'm a drag. I like I love anything and everything. And I've been stalking her page in the House of Lords page for a while. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank uh, you like, for that support. <laughs> I only kind of like because I only even found out about like stuff for a drag from watching caption that. So like I'm still relatively <laughs> new to discovering like that part of your country's drag scene i mean well that's understandable but i mean yeah there's a lot so it's, it's a you guys are so much fall into it's keeping me it's <laughs> keeping me busy during covid it's so much content for me to watch i love it that's i mean look up if you haven't already you can add um morphine love she's a beautiful trans entertainer <sighs> down here who is amazing Oh, gorgeous. Love. She okay. is like, she she is gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, her daughter, Juicy Love, is an amazing, like, off the wall, jumping off of walls into slits, like, crazy, amazing dancer. Um, yeah. Also, equally as beautiful. Um, yeah, there's a lot of great, the young talent right now that is coming up, I'm so proud that I get to look and see Ooh. as they're growing and be a part of that. They Holy are shit. phenomenal. It's Morphine, <laughs> Morphine Love, she is gorgeous. Morphine oh, Love, yes. uh, they work at our house with you as well, right? On the brunch? Yes. Yes, they this do. This is too much. I can't. I'm going to get <laughs> yeah, lost yeah. in this later, for sure. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Like, now I know what I'm going to watch while I'm making, like, not <laughs> scrolling through while I look at, make dinner tonight. Yeah, um. and there's Cat Wilderness, too, is an amazing performer. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, we have a lot of the, the young girls coming up. I'm, they're turning the party. Well then, yeah, yeah we definitely need to like we need definitely need to start like a petition to get Drag Race to get more of you gals we, on. Because... There's enough. There's enough of the caliber, amazing caliber of girls. We could have our own season. We, listen, we have been trying to. We've had people talk to us and pull us aside to do like a real drag lives of South Florida. Like kind of like little shows uh, we tried to do, but they just haven't gone anywhere. But um, one yeah. day it'll catch. One day I would pay for that show. I would I would absolutely <laughs> watch that show I would. for sure. I would. Oh my god, that sounds incredible. I think I saw something of that they were trying to do like the mm -hmm. real uh, Miami Drag Lives or something like that at one point during the like the hikers of the COVID last year. Mm -hmm. yeah, they, they like one or two um clips after that. Yeah, it didn't go anywhere, sadly. Yeah. That's one sad. Day. I yeah, I love like reality TV. So give me, give me drag queens performing and sitting on a beach drinking, and chain smoking. <laughs> Sign me it's, up. It's and most of us like to drink, so it, it goes down. It's very untucked. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> oh, you you had me at untucked. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I'm a fan of the old school untucked. Like down here, I don't know. The, the perception of drag race of how they make the girls seem and it's all bubblegum, rainbows, and love. Yeah, we have that and we definitely do. 
but the way we really love somebody is when you start cutting them down and throwing shade and being like really um which would be perceived by the the drag race fandom as terrible to each other yeah i don't yeah i don't know when reading (laughs) when did reading each other on the show become bad the fandom when when they got involved yeah like Cause like I've I've been watching since season one, even though I live up in Canada. So I like I've been doing the whole like, you know, like illegally watching it on link like random links and shit for like season one for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. And like yeah, no, like they're really well. At first there wasn't really any fandom. So, but like I don't this like the younger generation that came into it has really made it toxic. And mm-hmm. yeah. And they think that's that's what a lot of it is for me. It's like they think they know. Oh, the, I could do it better like this or this queen shit. I'm like, you don't get into drag, or if you are a drag queen, you're probably a baby queen because the seasoned queens like herself, or and the other girls like no shading, reading, and being like bitches to each other to a certain degree is how you right. express and communicate. Yeah. Right. I mean, think about it. You have a whole bunch of men in high heels and tucks and pads and panties. Like, we get catty. And it's just the way that we deal with it. And it's not like, the intention should never be to hurt somebody or to cut them down and, like, make them feel bad about who they are. But yeah. we're shady. Like, it is, it is what it is. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> out of like, love. You're that, yeah. you're, it's, it's, like, almost like a way of taking your, like, your physical discomfort and, like, turning it right. into humor. Right. Because yeah, every, like everyone I in drag girls, is so uncomfortable. Like if you see, at least down here, if you see drag girls and they're all like being super friendly to each other, that means they don't like each other. Like that's how we do that. Yeah. If, you, if you're being, I'm being professional and cordial, so I'm gonna keep it cute. When we're being shady and I'm cussing you out and calling you a bitch and sir when you're in full drag, like to us, that's how <laughs> you know that they love each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because like when you're. When you're being that nice and fake, it's like, mm, I don't like you. That's why I have to put on this facade and right, be I'm a super public with you. Yeah. We're at work. I know how to put on the work face. It's yeah, like, the customer uh, service smile. Right. <laughs> it's like, you, you work at a customer service day job, I believe, right? Yes, I'm a store manager for Starbucks. Oh, so you know how to, you really do know how to put the hi thank you kind of yes f- facade <laughs> when you don't like someone he knows how to yes, tell someone uh, to go, they know how to tell someone to go fuck themselves with a smile on their face and not even using those words hello i mean it, the gayness helps you know the people that oh my god the cute gay homosexual he's so funny and i just called her a bitch and she don't even realize it like <laughs> get your dumb ass out my he's so cute <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> One time, my <laughs> boss at Starbucks looked at someone because they they had trash talked to one of our one of our partners that was working behind the cash. And my mm-hmm. boss just walks up to them without missing a beat, and she's like, "Well, I guess you're gonna be tired today because you're not getting coffee here." Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just what? shut her the fuck down. She's like, "No, bitch, not today. Not here." I was just like, "I love I how you that. told her she was gonna be tired." And it's like, it's like it was downtown Edmonton, and like we know all the like we know all the other stores downtown. So like I assure you, that woman was not getting a coffee at Starbucks that day. Yeah. <laughs> downtown Edmonton it. is like yeah, like it's the go- it's it's the most gossipy section of Starbucks I've ever worked for. 
Uh, I, I'm just picturing, I'm just picturing dad and like, like doing like the whole cute little, like you said, the cute little home section, just with the, like thinking like the Southern, bless your heart. Bless, bless you. <laughs> bless you, you bless sad you. bitch. <laughs> bless you. And on your birthday, you fucking can't get the fuck out of my store. Oh, oh my god. god! Like the one that like I, I still to this day. It was a few years ago. Somebody came into the store like she was having an attitude and just being real, just nasty. And then she ordered a caramel Monte Carlo, and I literally laughed in this lady's face and walked away. I was like, nope, not doing this today. <laughs> it's like not. Nah. I was like, yes. I was like, <laughs> like yeah, no, I'm not doing this. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> A caramel Monte Carlo. Right. With two splendor. Oh, damn. No. No. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even, I promise you, I'm not making it up. I was like, oh. nope. That's <laughs> like, people were. I can just see it. I can just see, like, nope, not doing it, walking away. Yeah, I've had those moments at Starbucks where you're like, so and so, I need you to take over on cash, and you just disappear into the back room. <laughs> just gone. Hey, don't even don't even acknowledge the person. Don't tell them that someone will be right there. You're just gone. Just buy. Yeah, can't. The Homer Simpson yes. fade away into yeah. the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> you go well, bang your head on the ice machine. Uh, the, that's literally my um my when I go how I say hi to my coworkers because I I work for Carnival Cruise Lines and like mm-hmm. literally literally when i log in to say hi to everybody that's my meme just homer hiding back in the bushes <laughs> like, i'm like i'm not here today i'm logged in i'm not dealing with shit today i'll talk to y'all later <laughs> bye i love that <laughs> meme that meme is a mood yeah for yeah. sure <laughs> yeah it's like my mood that's been pretty much my mood all week it's just like i just want to disappear back into the bushes but then no one will move my away. house. Uh, but then, yeah, but then I'm sure your husband will try and find you because you're moving and he's not going to pack it up himself. Yeah, we don't have a lot of bushes on the property for me to hide in. So yeah, it'd be really easy to find me. There's one. So, <laughs> it's like the worst game of hide and seek ever. <laughs> and we, we've taken up enough of your time, Jasmine. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been such a great interview, getting to know you and talking to you about our amazing Queens in South Florida. We appreciate your time. Uh, Thank you. It was an honor. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much. Um, is there, do you want to let everyone know where they can find you um, and, and all of that kind of stuff? Any of the work that you're doing right now? Yeah. Those that are upcoming, possibly? Plug away. I'm- yes. Yeah, I mean, well, everything on social media, try to keep it simple. It's just Jasmine Price Lord, but Price is with a Y, so P-R-Y-C-E. Um, and yeah, you can find me on there. I, I post all of my shows, what's coming up, or you can find me. Um, I'll be going to Baltimore soon. I have some stuff coming up in Oklahoma, so I'll be Ooh. around. Follow me on social media and see where I'm at. Work. All right. Well, we'll have to have you back again. This was great. I'd love to. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank I had you, a blast. Jasmine. <laughs> thank My you, Jasmine. Pleasure. Bye. Bye. Bye.